Hi there, and welcome to the Any Monday Podcast. My name is Colin Hemphill. And I'm Kayla Hemphill. On our show, we roll the virtual dice each week and must watch a randomly selected anime title. Thanks for joining us. Yeah! Last week, we hit the random button on Crunchyroll, and the anime that we rolled is called Michiri Neko. Uh, this is going to be a real short podcast, folks. Yeah, super short. Uh, you'll find out why pretty soon. <laughs> Michiri Neko basically means squished cats. And a similar spelling could give you the title a sort of claustrophobic meaning to it. Uh, there's very little information out there about this show. Um, but somebody did set up a wikia uh, with the following description. It says, A series of books, animations, and comics centered around hundreds of digitally drawn and animated cats. Uh, the comics that they're talking about were published on Famitsu. And there were six mobile games. Uh, the first one was released in February 2013. Uh, I checked some of these out. Only one of them is in English on the Play Store. So I installed it and played it for a bit. It's basically a, a little bubble pop game where a bunch of cats are squished together. So <laughs> uh, There was a 13-episode anime series, and I use anime series lightly. Uh, but there was also lots of merchandise around these cats. Um, there's also, it seems, a pretty vibrant YouTube channel that has a lot of English subtitled stuff, um, so there's a lot of animations up there as well. I have a really hard time figuring out kind of the timeline for all of this stuff. Um, the first mobile game and the early YouTube videos came out around the same time, which was 2013, uh, and I think the comics and anime came later, but I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, Kayla is going to share with you uh, the plot of the show now. Well, I'll try. Guys, do you like cats? Do you like to see cats do adorable things like get stuck in boxes, dunk basketballs, or pretend to be samurais? The Machiri Nekos are just the cat-like creatures for you. They are here to have fun and bring a smile to your face. Obviously, uh, there's no plot here. None. So this one's going to be a little bit interesting to talk about <laughs> and uh, dissect, which mm -hmm. is why this isn't going to take very long. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing that I didn't mention is that, uh, but I did mention it last week when we rolled this, is that each episode is about three and a half minutes long. Mm -hmm. And a half minute of that is the outro animation. So yep. they're very, very short. And Super there's short. only 13 of them total. Mm -hmm. We made it through about six episodes, I think. Yeah. And yeah. It didn't take long at all. <laughs> no. uh, but the way it kind of works is just they introduce some cats and there's a whole bunch of cats and some of them are like specialty cats. They have uh, their own name and personality and a biography associated with them. Mm -hmm. um, and then the cats get into hijinks and <laughs> they're in short segments that are, you know, 20 seconds long or, or something and just series of gags per episode. Yeah, uh, you say personalities. They're all kind of the same. I, I would almost say like characteristics. Um, each cat-like creature has like a little quirk, its own special little thing. So one of them is like multicolored and another one stretches very, very long. And there's one that's a bumblebee. Honey, honey the bumblebee. Yes. <laughs> it's a flying bee cat. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some of my favorites were uh, one called the King of Cats, which is a lion. <laughs> yeah, that and eats the other cats. It eats the other cats, um, <laughs> which is great. Uh, I liked Bushido, which um, yes. his biography says, likes to shout ruffian and chase others away. 
thinks he's a feudal lord. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was one called Milk, which is a mysterious cat inside a bottle. <laughs> that one was probably my favorite. Uh, when the guy, there are humans in the show, by the way, a yeah. few of them. Yeah. Uh, a guy picks up a bottle of milk and goes to drink it, and it makes a smooching sound effect. <laughs> and he realizes there's actually a cat inside the bottle that he just kissed. Yeah, it's real cute. Uh, are there any particular gags that you enjoyed? Uh, I really love the smooch one. That one was great. Um, I think the one where they all lay on the bed of rice and are rolled up as yeah. a sushi roll. That one was really cute. Yeah, there was one cat that was eating a sheet of nori and they were all <laughs> jealous of the nori. Mm-hmm. And uh, so one cat just like lays them all down onto a sheet and rolls them up into sushi. And very much like cats, they're all laying on the rice and all the cats are saying, Oh, it's so warm. <laughs> <laughs> There's one where uh, the cats were curling stones. Oh, yeah. Which uh, is perfect because the handle of a curling stone was like the tail of the cat. Yeah, you didn't know at first that it was a cat. Yeah, it just looked like a stone. slowly started turning. Yeah, and then it shows his face. <laughs> yeah. And when the cat approaches the other stones at the end of the... I don't know what the end of a, a rink is. Mm-hmm. It, one of the cats that was already at the target kind of swats at the cat yes. coming towards him to keep him off of the target. <laughs> it was really cute. Uh, there's a lot of sports one, actually. Yeah, um, yeah. They play soccer, too. They play soccer. Uh, there's one where a human shoots a basketball. Yes. And uh, the basketball basically melts and reveals that it was actually made of squished cats. Yeah. There was another one where all the cats stack upon each other uh, like they're all standing on each other's shoulders and then they dunk a basketball into a hoop. All of these kind of have a central theme, which is the cats like to get into small spaces and squish together. Yeah. And that's pretty much how this show is. Which is the, like you were saying, the literal translation of their name is like cats that stick together. Mm -hmm. Which, um, again, I don't know where the history of this all comes from. Is it a bubble pop game and they were like, oh, the cats squished together. We should make some animations about that. Mm-hmm. Or did the animation come first? I'm not really sure. Yeah. Is it just the idea that cats like to be in claustrophobic spaces and like to fit into things they don't really belong? Could be. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else to say about the characters of the plot? I do. Okay. I think this one will actually kind of make you laugh. Um, Something about this show is that they have a really amazing voice actor cast for no reason. Yeah. (laughs) For no reason. So one of the cats, um, Pio Pio, uh, it's the cat with the bird on its head. Oh, right, right. The guy that was his voice actor is the voice actor of Koyomi from... (laughs) Um, Bakemono Gatari. Oh, of course. So <laughs> I was like, how do we go from that show <laughs> to this cat show with the same voice actor? Yeah. Um, but it just shows they actually, if you look at all the voice actors uh, for the different cats, you'll see that they're in a lot of stuff, like a lot of stuff that you would know. Lots of mainstream things. So some of the different voice actors have been in things like Naruto and Fairy Tail, like big, big popular shows. And then they've, I mean, they, they have like hundreds of credits to their names, like each of them. It's it's kind of incredible. Wow. <laughs> I guess that makes sense in a way that 
a show that's this short and mm-hmm. they can just hire a, a really high-end voice actor to fill a role that only takes, you know, <laughs> 20 <maybe> minutes <laughs> 20 minutes to record all of their lines for the yeah. whole show. And then, all right, see you later. And, they probably uh, actually didn't get paid very much for this. <laughs> no, but, you know, it would have been one of those uh, quick jobs they could have taken. And yeah. They can say like, hey, we got really good voice actors for this, even though it's this dumb little thing. Oh, they did. They they actually advertised it when I was looking up information about the show. Yeah. Is they actually were like, we have an all star voice acting yeah. cast. And you're like, <laughs> okay. why? <laughs> uh, aside from the voice acting cast, what do you think of the production values, like the animation and stuff like that? Uh, I thought the animation was really cute. Um, uh, all the characters are drawn in this uh very kid-friendly, um, thick outline, lots of pastel colors, and there's not really ever any backgrounds. If you notice, it's mostly just kind of a one-color palette. Um, occasionally, there'll be some sort of background just to give you a little bit of context, but everything's pretty simplistic in the show and just focused on the cats. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, flat and simplistic, and uh, I think that probably stems from the original uh, formats of this show. Um, It's pretty much just carried over from the YouTube series or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It works. Uh, The the goal is cute cats, and I think they did that. um, Oh, absolutely. On a very small budget, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, And they were able to do these short little episodes with minimal detail, but really, you know, clear focus on what they were trying to accomplish. Yeah, if you think of it like this is an extension of a larger merchandise property is this absolutely achieves what they were looking for is you recognize the cats, the focus is on the cats, and then you very easily can be like, this is my favorite cat. I want a poster of this cat. I want a stuffed animal of this cat. And it would be really easy to even um, copy into merchandise for sure. Yeah, the... um... The variation in the cats, we, we kind of mentioned there's a whole bunch of regular cats that come in different colors, but mm-hmm. for the most part, they're basically copies of each other. Yeah. And then they have these few other cats that they introduce that are specialty in some sort. Mm-hmm. And they'll have little name cards for them uh, in each episode. So sometimes it'll focus on the cat that you're seeing, and sometimes it'll introduce a new cat that is just, you know, in the series that they probably have merchandise for. <laughs> in a... Our gag reel last week, we when we were watching a bit of this uh, during the initial roll, we were like, oh, is this a kid's show? <laughs> um, is it? <laughs> it? I mean, it feels like a kid's show. It could be, for sure. I think of it because it it's very simply drawn, so it's easy to recognize certain characters. It has very soft colors and primary colors usually, so there weren't um, a whole lot of, like oranges actually it was a lot of blues and greens and yellows and those sort of colors and um everything seemed to hold your attention and focus in one area but not for so long that it gets drawn out and a kid would lose the attention Mm -hmm. so to me i could see how this would easily be a kid's show i think the other evidence we have for that is that the narration is all kids yes from what i can tell Um, So each of the little vignettes has a title associated with Mm -hmm. what the what the gag is going to be, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, you'll hear a kid read that title uh, before it starts. 
well, now I'm curious if it is a kid or if it's just a really talented voice actor. Either way, yeah. It could be, it could be a woman playing a kid or, mm-hmm. or something like that, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, the intention being, hey, this is kid-friendly. Yeah, each of the segments, if you really break it down, because each episode had about five to six segments, so they're each like 20 seconds long. So they're very, very short. And I think it's just long enough to make a kid laugh and not any longer than that. Uh, to briefly touch on the music, too, that kind of fits with the, the kid-friendly aspect of things. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of, uh, like, poorly tuned <laughs> on purpose, like really bad-sounding music. Yeah, like music you would hear from, like, a kid's toy or something. Right, uh, like a kid learning how to play a stringed instrument or something. Yes. Or a horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a lot of that stuff, and then... Whenever a, a gag was pulled off, you'd hear things like uh, a large group of kids in the background shouting like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the music, um, like I said, was just sort of there to accent what was happening. Um, it wasn't really there to do anything special. It was just there to be like, yay, we like this thing. <laughs> Any final uh, likes or dislikes and closing thoughts? Uh, I think the show is really cute if... You want to give your kids some brain candy of just like, look at these cute cats doing cute things. I don't even think you really need the subtitles to understand what's going on. Yeah. Uh, It can kind of help. um, But honestly, like, I think you and I could have watched it and totally understood what was going on without there being any subtitles, any dialogue whatsoever. And so... Uh, while I do think that it would be great for kids because it can hold their attention for long enough without them getting bored, I don't think that this was intended to be enjoyed by adults. <laughs> yeah. Something that I thought was kind of funny about the show is that there's a lot of really lighthearted darkness to it. Yes. Uh, a handful of the gags were, uh, we mentioned like one of the characters is a lion who eats all the other cats. <laughs> mm-hmm. And... Um, there's also one where, like, the cats are in a crane game. Yes. Uh, so yes. a big, and it says, uh, look at this family of cats, and they're yeah. all in this crane game. Yeah. And then uh, a human is playing the crane game and picks one up. Picks the dad up. Yep. And and all the kids are like, no, dad, come back. <laughs> and it gets taken away, and there's, like, text saying, yeah. and uh, now the cat is being removed from its family, and it gets <laughs> dropped in. and Yeah. So I think the subtitles in some ways actually are for the parents to enjoy while the kids can watch this, you know, animation and kind of giggle at what's happening. Overall, uh, it's kind of like you said, the cats are cute and there's a few gags that made me chuckle. Mm -hmm. Um, Generally, there is zero substance to the show. So (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you go into that kind of expecting that, um, which I think we did, like based on the initial reactions we had, we were like, this is not going to take long. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be much to it. And we're going to have a real short podcast episode. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing you were talking about, not quite knowing the history of the show, it can be a little hard to understand. But at least from what I was reading, it seemed like the cartoon and the uh, video games came before this anime series. And so I think something that um, is true with most video game adaptations is it's really hard to capture why you like that video game and you know if you try and animate it and the thing that works with this is that the games were very simplistic and so the show's simplistic and so it's just sort of like hey you know those things that you like we're just gonna show you how cute they are and they could just continue to be this cute thing 
that you're enjoying. And so I think in some ways it kind of worked. Yeah, I think, I think you'd have to be kind of invested in the whole franchise to really uh, be interested in the anime itself. Um, yeah. So, like, I would totally own a Bushido cat uh, stuffed, <laughs> but I don't really care to watch uh, a bunch of cats, like, stuffed into small spaces, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a day when I just need to pick me up, and that's, uh, you know, three minutes of cats getting stuffed into a small space is my jam, but yeah. normally, probably not. What it kind of reminds me of is, you know, we have um, a few social media things mm-hmm. that are cute critters of some sort that um, have become popular. Yeah. I think of like Pusheen is uh, mm-hmm. a cute cat that gets into situations and mm-hmm. there's so much merch out there now <laughs> and I guarantee there's some animations out there too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, or like Trash Dove and other mm-hmm. things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this sort of feels like that to me if they made a show about those things that we see all the time. But Yeah, definitely. I can agree with that. Uh, would you watch more of this? Uh. No, I really feel like I need like a kid with me to appreciate it. I actually wonder if it would be more enjoyable to watch with a kid who's really enjoying it. Like it's like going to Disney World with a kid, you know, as an adult, it's like there's a lot of long lines. And unless you're really into Disney, it's kind of just, you know, bleh. Um, But if you go with a a kid to Disney World, you see the magic through that kid. And so I wonder if the show would be more enjoyable for me if if I had a kid really enjoying it and I was enjoying them enjoying it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think so. I kind of feel the same way. Hmm. Personally, um, I was pretty worn out by the <laughs> episode six and all 20 minutes into yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it was not very long. Like we could have fit. That was that was one episode yeah. of a normal length anime. Yeah. And I was already like, okay, I get I get the gag here. Yeah. Let's uh let's pick <laughs> this up and, you know, do something else. Yeah. Uh so I think, you know, the thirteen episode span that it had was probably perfect and there's no need for any more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it worked for what it was. Only so many places you can stuff a bunch of cats. Says you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, like we said, it's going to be a it was a short episode. So um, if you want to learn more about our show, you can visit our website at anamonday.moe. That's anamonday.moe. You can send us questions or comments to podcast at anamonday.moe. And you can find us on our Facebook and Twitter. Our username is anamondaycast. And you can find links for that on our website. Uh, if you have been sending email to podcast at anamonday.moe, um, I am having some trouble with our server, but I'm, I'm trying to get that worked out. So, oh no! <laughs> uh, do apologize if you have sent us email. Uh, try to check us on Twitter if you can. Uh, thanks to Crunchyroll for the nearly infinite repository of anime that you've provided, and for the random button, which provides wonderful and wonderfully terrible results. You can follow along with us each week uh, to watch the show that we're watching. We'll have links to our current title on the website and social media. We recommend the bundling service called Verve at VRV.co, which gives you access to all of the stuff that we're going to watch. Thanks also to C2A for the intro and outro music of our show. Uh, You can find his music on Bandcamp and other major streaming services. I'll uh, add links to that in the show notes and on our website. Are you ready to roll? I am ready. (laughs) All right. Random button in three, two, one. (laughs) Okay, this uh, I think is going to be a new one for us. Super Robot Wars, colon, original generation. (laughs)
And the first episode is called Swarm of the Bartol. All right. <laughs> We're venturing into Mac, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Uh, I like the variation that we're getting recently. Yeah. This is fun. The last, like, four episodes have all been dramatically different from each other. Well, uh, we're coming up on episode 10 here. Uh, we're we're getting pretty close to the first uh, set of these. Yeah. This has been fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to doing more episodes. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. I think that's going to do it for us this week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.